Yeah. This is View from 202, a New York Red Bulls fan podcast, available on viewfrom202.com and wherever you find podcasts. Check my style, check, check, check it out. Check the style, check, check, check. Episode 128 of View from 202, which is now a uh, GeoGuessr podcast. Uh, sponsored by, or do we sponsor GeoGuessr? Uh, how does it work? Just, I'm, just I'm, in collaboration with I'm GeoGuessr. donating my free time to GeoGuessr. Yeah. My, my full-throated we're, endorsement. We're, we're proud partners. I've watched hours of, of people playing GeoGuessr on YouTube, and now I've, I've spread the, the sickness to Sam, and we're just now going to play GeoGuessr and commentate on it uh, this is over all the because length of Brit, two hours. This is all because Brit wouldn't choose something normal like ASMR to watch instead. I mean, it, it is ASMR This is me. perfectly reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, unlike the YouTube channels, we're not even gonna like show you the video of what we're doing. We're just gonna describe it, but vaguely, and and trail <laughs> off through half the sentences. So yeah, I see a street sign, um, <laughs> a couple of twigs, that, some yellow lines. Honest, and you know what? I'm gonna send you these videos because that that is basically <laughs> exactly what it said, but with a video. Um, this isn't. This is not a bit. I mean. The fact that this is a GeoGuessr podcast is a bit, but I have been watching this. <laughs> it is, it is, uh, been very relaxing. Um, how how are you guys? You know, I had a great weekend. Um, you did. I did. On Sunday, what did you do on Sunday? I um, I um. You don't even know what you did. On no, Sunday. I woke up. I. Uh, <laughs> Did some funny things. I walked in Prospect <laughs> Park all day. Sorry, do you want to... You did some what things? I, I smoked a joint. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> walked in Prospect Park, listened to the new Billie Eilish album. Well, it's finally... Ate a cheesesteak. The jig is finally up. This has been a sting for you to admit that you that you smoked you do joints. weed. Yeah. Wow. So You're we out. can finally shut down the podcast. You've been asking for when we would be canceled. You know, no, I always, it's now. always thought you were an FBI agent. Yeah, but yeah. it turns out you were just NYPD. I mean, I did tell you that on the first day we met. So all of really... the ACAB stuff, good, good way to throw me off your scent. Yeah, it was, it was really, uh, you know, all, all city or bastards all along. Yeah. See now, I now it. I know that when you were reacting to Thin Blue Lines flags, it was really you holding back your true emotions. Mm, no, that's too far. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm aborting this bit. Sam, how are you? <laughs> Man, this weekend is pretty shitty yeah. in terms of like soccer. Not even the Red Bull stuff, but we had yeah. a little we had a little pickup soccer. I um, also tried to ignore that. This weekend only happened in the daytime for me. Yeah, I think the soccer free parts of it, like you know, the weather and the nature and the walking and the the joint smoking, apparently peaches, um, and the Billie Eilish albums are, make it hot. Are, are, are. I mean, I think you you're the one who made it hot. Am I the one who made it hot? Yeah, I think it's preposterous things of that nature. But we, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we, um, peaches and I had a rec soccer game on Sunday. Um, and you know it was fine went all right we were winning one nothing um they, a free they, chip uh, yeah really awesome chip from about the midfield went wow. in it's really cool uh and super unintentional um it but, would have been like if connor Lee had scored from midfield yeah who scored it wasn't was it one of you no, no. it was our friend jacob oh wow. um and uh <laughs> and uh yeah so then we were winning the whole game like whatever and then uh there was a handball at the at the edge of the box uh with no time left it was like the last kick and it was awarded to the other team um and then they score and then the game ends in a draw and it's like one of the worst way worst on a direct draws. free kick yeah direct free kick outside the box wow i mean uh, at that point i i can you even really be mad? Yeah, it was just such a shitty... Because, like, we had... It wasn't a very good free kick. It was, like, a no. slightly deflected free kick. Our keeper got a hand to it. You know, it is mm. what it is. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's a disappointing week for soccer, is all, oh, oh, is all Yeah, I'll looking say. at my... Oh, oh, except for Everton. Um, oh, true. true. You know, yeah, when, when Red Bull, that was a when Red Bull fails, uh, Everton is there to, 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 to pick me up when I'm down. Looking at my FootMob homepage, it was just red, 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 <laughs> Red Bulls, Arsenal, Pumas. Um, but that's okay, because I'm going to see my beloved Pumas in in uh, a short amount of time, um, I'm, which means I'm going to miss another home game, the next home game, You're going to miss the homecoming 
of Hassan and Dom? Uh, he's he's loaned anyway, so. Wow. Um, no, I won't miss that. Mm. But we're getting ahead Is of ourselves. Really loaned? Yeah, he's he's loaned to USL. Um, they have a USL affiliate. They do. Um, couldn't we can tell get you who they are. Episode. Who cares? Yeah. yeah, whatever. But uh, I'm I'm doing okay. I acquired a new sweater. Ooh. Highlight of my uh, week so far. I uh, found out the hard way that my oven is broken. Oh. What does that entail? The hard way. Uh, I had some very sad biscuits. Uh, biscuits, biscuits again? In, yeah, because I, I have this buttermilk I need to get rid of. I don't want to just have it spoil. But I was like, okay, it's taking a while to warm up. You know, I'll, I'll just put it in there and let it preheat a bit. I can't let it let these melt anymore. Check back 20 minutes later. It's like, no, this is this is not warm at all. I was kidding myself. Should, Absolute delusion. Should have made chicken. It, yeah. I mean, you chicken. know. Like fried chicken. It was the the oven was like maybe 175. No, no, I meant with the buttermilk. Oh, oh, okay. Well, then I have to eat it all myself. So I mean, would that have really stopped you? Trying to go the other direction. Trying to go healthy, but Uh, you know, you know, like just some fried chicken once in a while, never hurts. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take that down as a recommendation. Not not a bad one. See, when you said it, it found out the hard way. You know, the worst case scenario there is some like blue explosions. Yeah. <laughs> just, no, no, just quite a double check. Quite, quite the opposite. <laughs> the anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, I, I, I would forget to just mention that my fucking house burned down, though, wouldn't I? Yeah. Um, How are you doing, Brit? Oh, it's nice. The hostel's been good. The hostel? What? Yeah, just a fucking hostel. <laughs> Amazing. That's actually why I'm going to, to Mexico City, is because otherwise <laughs> I have nowhere else to live. Um, but yeah, so the, uh, you know, uh, we we already transitioned. I was going to make a bad segue about my oven warming up, it, but it being a lie, much like the Red Bulls. So I'll just make that segue. Warming up, but it being a lie. It. Yeah, I'll, I'll make that segue anyway. Um, th- we, uh, we've lost our third on the trot, fourth of the season at home to minnesota united or what that must be our first ever loss against them ever yeah because right? the other two games other were two three games three were... wins yeah yeah and then there was the five nil what was it five no okay i'm getting confused four one i'm getting confused because the the time we beat them three nil in their place like the next game we beat san jose five one so like it was like mm-hmm. one run of form that i thought is being and that was when, like, like Danny Royer was, like, really good. Yeah. And everyone was, you know, just, like, go figure. Weird season that was 2017. We lose this one. To the weird season that is 2019. Yeah. Is it even weird? Or it's not even that weird yet, to be honest. It'd be a relief if it were more, if it were more weird. Um, 2-1 at home. I wasn't at this one. Uh, I, went, I went to the Street Fight show because they're in town, and they're not done very often. Do recommend... Street Fight is another podcast, if if you heard of it, if you haven't. But it uh, means that I, I avoided another home loss. Nice. Um, so I, I'm going to need you guys to take this, take me through this one. Peaches, I understand you were thwarted by the path anyway. See, I thought you were going to say, I understand you do not have a good sense of chronology. Well, we've we've kind of beaten this to death. And I'm, I'm kind of refusing. I don't understand that, actually. In the, in the most in the most literal sense, I don't understand. I just don't remember <laughs> things in order. It's like... <laughs> that's fine. That's People fine. But that. you can't put them in order? Well, it's hard. Okay. Well, anyway, tell us about your... your commute i guess <laughs> your difficulty there yeah, all right so I, I to be to be fair to to the transit system i left at like six for the seven o'clock game right? okay a little a little less i will say that the other week when we were complaining about how long the transfer was i did not leave like i, I left when i wanted to mm-hmm. i wasn't running late by my own standards but i just found out that that is not enough time anymore mm. so i learned I see what you mean by the time i saw the lineups come out on Twitter, that the you game was be in Manhattan. Not, well, the, the game was not going to be delayed another like fifteen to thirty minutes by MSG. Oh, yeah. um, mm. So that's when I started worrying because mm-hmm. that is two steps after I'd left the house. Um, mm. But then I took the. I mean, I just took the uh, C train up to. Um, I don't know if I needed this level. You know, of detail, yeah, I, I took it up to West Fourth, and then I transferred over. But it took forever yeah. going to Hoboken again. 
Yeah. Like, it's just that Hoboken that, passage is just yeah. so... It makes it seem longer because I know there, <laughs> there's an alternative, too. Yeah. Um, and that that's not the only path uh, that the path can take. Um, but, yeah, and then I just get, get to the stadium about 20 minutes um, late. Um, I've been watching or been streaming the game on MSG Go on my phone. I'm uh, shocked that it actually worked. I know. It, it never t- works for me. It, it, t- it took me, like, four times to reload it, but I was just, uh-huh. like, desperate enough to try to get any of the game before I got there uh-huh. uh, that I got it to load. Um, on the up above ground section of the path, um, and then I got there about twenty minutes late, um, and security like because there wasn't such a long line was kind of taking their time too. So by the time I really got to a viewing position, it was thirty five minutes in, and I'd seen the and I'd already seen the like Alex Muel injury and substitution from the Yikes. in the goal right. I like just missed the goal. You, you just missed, you just yeah. missed the first goal. Yeah. Well. Or like I was walking. That's off a, it is a bummer how now they have to like manually scan your thing instead of just using the stand things. Yeah. But again, maybe we've beaten that to death already. Anyway, different lineup. You mentioned it. the lineup. Um, he's arrived. Christian Casares Jr. and uh, Matthias Jurgensen and Matthias Jurgensen in the same lineup together. This is a new shape. Right? Is this is yeah. this is this the four two two two? No, it's more of a diamond. It's a diamond. All right. With Casserus at the base of the diamond. Uh, Davis at the Davis. base. Davis. Yeah. Davis at the base. Uh, is more of a roaming a, eight. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I off mean, of what I saw in the condensed match. Right. Mm-hmm. The diamond, like in like the lineup card, was you know mm-hmm. the default back line, and then at the bottom of the diamond was Sean Davis, and then on the right was Muil. Left is Caceres. Top of the diamond was uh, Kaku. And then, Interesting. And then we've got Jorgensen and BWP up top. Wait, is this... Did we publish an actual graphic? Uh, I, no. I'm i not sure. sure. Like I mean, I'm looking at the app, but I also think somebody... I mean, uh, it, it, it very much seemed like the, somebody, the diamond. Somebody got a, like, a picture of the one of the lineup yeah. cards, and uh, the lineup okay. card actually had it was that shape. Like a diamond. It was a diamond. I mean, I think it was kind of a, a diamond that shifted to a 4-3-3 here there, but it was like, whatever. I do understand yeah. that... Um, Armis had some comments post game as well about the diamond, which would suggest he sees it that way. Yeah. Um, so, thing I've been hearing about this game, and, and I have to say, I I see the merits of after watching the condensed match, is that we looked like ourselves a little bit more. Yeah. Looks looks a little bit more normal. Do you agree with this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It, it, toward, it toward the like end, what? you felt like this was a team you've seen before. Yeah, like, and you, you you thought there were a lot of good opportunities, and that you know, last year we probably would have gotten a couple of them. Uh, mm-hmm. There's games last year where I don't think we deserved to necessarily win, but we walked away with with the result. You know, like we didn't look fantastic against Seattle last year, but we got a pretty solid win. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like we've done that like, at least a couple of times. Uh, but like this is a type of game where we just didn't get. Uh, you know, get the goals when we did actually create some pretty good chances. But I thought the first half we didn't look that great. Um, uh, I thought we looked all right uh, prior to the wheel injury. And then when he was out and Royer was subbed in, which I thought was uh, a pretty odd sub mm-hmm. in that position. Yeah. Um, it doesn't make a ton of sense. Uh, and I know a lot of people had, had been saying that I think Bezicor might have been a better option off the bench there. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought that we did not look particularly good um, when Royer came on. And then we gave up a mm-hmm. goal as well. Um, I feel like Royer looked especially lost um, when kind of tasked to play a deeper role um, where he just kind of default gravitated forward. He seemed to lose the ball a lot. Yeah. yeah it, I mean, it kind of ruined the balance, I think, a little bit that we were going, we had. Um, yeah. Like the way we were playing very much seemed like it was flowing with the type of mu- movement that I think Alex was Does Royer with. try to play his usual position or does he try to play Muil's position more? I think he was assigned Muil's position. I mean, the weird thing was that Bezicor and Royer were warming up at the same time. But they just decided to go with him. And I think they actually brought put Bezicor out oh. first and then they brought Royer out as well and then Royer comes in. And, yeah. Uh, he just like a couple jog, jog, you know, jogs up and down the, the sideline a little bit and then comes in. But like, I don't know, it didn't make a ton of sense. But he, I remember <laughs> there were a few instances where he like found himself at the edge of the 18. Um, like, 
pretty far up. Uh, and then he did like that trademark, like um, kind of like back heel thing to like to nobody again. Yeah. Can I say one thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We instead of substituting in the midfielder, we substituted in the forward. <laughs> Yet again. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although this you know, is this is this. You is know true. my position, Alex Muel is supposed to be a natural forward. But. Right. Which is funny because then, yeah, I feel like. The, that has quietly betrayed how we've just started. It's it's not controversial now to say Royer is basically just a second forward, even yeah. though on the team sheet he's a he's a midfielder, but he's he's really he's really not. I mean, it's fluid, no uh, strict definition, but um, yeah, that that's uh, I would I'm not surprised to hear that that was unbalanced and unwieldy. Uh, how does our boy Yergi look in his debut? Weak. He did not look good. Um, <clears throat> there were just a few, th- you know, like, I think he, like, the ideas were coming from a good place. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they were very executed very well. And I don't, th- I mean, at the same time, I don't think he or Brad looked particularly good uh, in a partnership. Yeah. Uh, I think that was part of the issue. Like, I think that... We saw the same issue where they made the same runs a yeah. couple of times. They made, and then, like, they tried to, like, play off of each other, but just couldn't do it very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what made it the most difficult for, for him and really for any of the attackers was that Kaku was just so bad. Oh, yeah. um, and his passing was so so terrible. See, I, I want to um, push back against this narrative. That uh, really bad. You are you serious? Yeah, but you can go on. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. no at, I, at this I, point, just fire away. Okay. Cause... Yeah. I mean, like, I, I thought that Kaku was bad in the final third on the final touch, but I think a lot of what he was doing, um, he was really trying hard. I think he made a lot of good efforts. It doesn't matter if he's trying hard. No, no. You, know, I mean, you can try hard and not be good. Also, <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's that he didn't come <laughs> off on on um like attacking passes and I, I think that's kind of like we can award a little bit of a chemistry thing going on here because there are just so uh, many different elements uh, at play. Now, I don't know. Granted, I don't know about the specific instance very well as it wasn't at this game, but I want to say that for Kaku's position in particular and his role in particular, I feel like it is possible to try to force things in a way that's counterproductive. Mm. So, well, that- so I had I had some a few different frustrations, and and I think a lot of them happened when when you when when we had the two strikers up top. I think things got better um, when we made some adjustments, went to like three in the back and big mid mid you know midfield, and uh, you know, funnily enough, we looked best with three in the back. It was like a three <laughs> six one or something. Like, oh, it's it, back, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so I think that prior to that, though, I don't think Kaku looked very good. And I thought at, at times, too, when we got possession, um, I think there were frustrations that I, you know, I recall Armis having where we needed to be quicker when we had the ball move forward. And I think Kaku, there were a few times when even when moving forward, his decision making, I don't think was particularly strong. But then oftentimes I recall him like him, like holding the ball up and passing it back. Um, and I think like taking the urgency out of the situation uh, in ways that I feel like were a little counterproductive to what we were trying to do. See, I I think, okay. So yeah, yeah, I get, I get those concerns. Um, but I, I think he was doing, like, he was just being able to cycle the ball really quickly. He was playing a different role than I think, um, what I was used to usually seeing Kaku play. But I think that like when you have the ball brought up through the midfield in a pretty quick way, like passing it, like looking around and passing it back to, to, uh, to like, um, you know, Parker, Tim right. Parker. I just, I feel like that's not the best decision. Uh, I feel like he's good enough where like it, Kaku, Kaku could like kind of make the space mm-hmm. to then, you know, create a chance or pa- make a really, really strong, you know, pass into the attacking third. I mean, uh, and I don't know what was happening. Yeah. There, but, but ultimately I don't think like, and I think there was also another issue where I just feel like none of our players like made, you know, good, good runs as well. And yeah. I, right. like, I mean, I was it, it, was, say, it was kind of a little bit of both, right? Like Kaku didn't really play particularly well, but I don't think anybody really he helped had the support him around him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was going to say that, um, there, there was kind of like, it didn't feel like there really was that many transitional moments except for like the couple that Brad and Matthias Jorgensen took in the beginning. Um, even our, our, even our transition seemed to start like when they had men back, like we never had more numbers than them. It felt like until like later in the second half. It does seem that Costas, uh found himself uh, intercepting a lot of passes in a way that almost surprised him. Hmm. And uh, I think, 
well, my hope and my expectation is that he'll get more used to that. He Maybe I could see how in training, for instance, we ourselves would be a little bit more wise to that and how if you're getting your first real start, well, I guess the second start, that you're like, oh, shoot, like this is a, like I'm actually getting the ball here. Like what? <laughs> I feel like Omir had a little bit of that against... Um, like Santos? Uh, no. Uh, Pantoja. Pan, uh, no, against uh, our last home game, which I'm blanking on chicago um mm, no not chicago orlando, orlando. um <laughs> but so forgettable <laughs> i know yeah when 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 you when you lose it makes it harder but um yeah i mean do you think that kasiris pairs well with gaku here and I, davis I, I, I mean yeah. i just thought that kasiris was just yeah he was shining that game he was like, so much more was, dynamic we didn't have a bright spot in the season until we played kasiris jr mm-hmm. um he I mean, does get a debut goal he does. He, he looks better than Kaku, like when he had the ball at his feet. Like I thought that he was like more ambitious, more I thought aggressive. He was more he, of a. He just. And he also was smarter. I don't know. It just. Yeah, he looks like more of a glue guy in that kind of midfield three. Yeah, I, I feel like it's something that you know we like. We just have been kind of craving for a while right. for a player to fill that role. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's good that he and he he's can do obvious. It. Yeah, and he's obviously different um, than like a Tyler Adams um, in that. You know, the way that he shuttles the ball seems to be a little bit just like short range passes vertically, um, you know, kind of like straight in the middle, deep, but like still deep lying. I love it. It's Yeah. Uh, As what would Tyler do in comparison? Well, I think Tyler, Tyler would either uh, play a ball forward or kind of like move into space a little bit more. I think that Casters is a with little... With the ball? Yeah, yeah. Tyler yeah. would play with the ball a lot, actually. Yeah. Um, I think a little bit more than we're used to. Uh, Casters, I think, takes... Uh, maybe like one less one fewer touch and then passes the ball off um mm-hmm. i think he yeah he kind of fits that i mean i've said this before to like lens and stuff but fits that like Jorginho type regista right where he's like doing quick passes to move the ball along and then facilitating the movement between uh space is that is that a chelsea thing it's more of a napoli thing okay i don't um, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I have not been paying attention uh, to that. I only uh, pay attention to the true Champions League, mm. um, to quote uh, once a Metro. Um, but uh, so two, two, I guess, main questions really is the goals. We do give up two goals. We actually haven't really talked about this. Do we have to? To this point. Uh, what, what do we pin this on? Why are we, why are we <sighs> leaking goals like this? I mean, I think part of like... Yeah, there's a the first one's a lapse. Um, yeah, the defensively. first one's just hard to defend. Uh, no, I, no, we, no, not like it's not hard to defend. Like hard to defend anyone. Yeah, it's not, know, yeah. you can't really, you know. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. right. It, it's it's just like it's at the fault of the defense. I don't know how that happens. Um, like between Amir and Davis. Yep. Yeah. How, how? There was like, just it makes no utter sense breakdown. to me. Um, Where is Long on that? By the way, Long was pulled. I think out a little bit. Um, that wouldn't have been his side. That would have been Parker's side, right? Um, well, Parker's no, on the ball. Yeah. And so, then so I Long, think Long would be is the, pulled into midfield yeah. during that, though. So Yeah, something like that. But, I mean, the two men that were on him were Sean. Because it, it, it was a play that went across. Davis is ball-watching a little bit. And Parker, yet again, seems to not be getting physical where he could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you think Emro can take a spot? <sighs> I mean, about, yeah, I wouldn't be what against about, it. What about little Sean, though? Little Sean? Don't, for, don't sleep on little Sean. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that that was fucked. And then like the, the other goal we give up in like the 50th minute, um, right. It's like the 50th or so. Yeah. Um, was, that was a fluky fucking goal. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know how, is it? Yeah. It's super, super fluky. Like, um, cause the whole play starts because, uh, I don't know who they're, uh, who that was on, on, uh, <laughs> in Minnesota. I don't know who that player is, but, um, uh, they create space to get the ball down. Um, uh, it like bounces off of long and then goes back onto the, the attacker who then it, yeah. and then it bounces oh, right over to yeah. like perfectly to um, uh, Ibarra. And then uh, who just like hit, who just like, you know, perfectly places it um, on the volley. And like, it was just like such a weird series of watch- events. I remember watching that thinking like, Oh man, I think we're going to get out of it. Oh <laughs> Yeah. Should should Long be allowing that to get to the ground anyway? Um, 
I, I think that the argument that at least Shep made on the, on the, on the broadcast was that ultimately like it, it could have potentially been a foul. Uh, Cause he kind of throws, he shoves, he shoves him out of the way with his shoulder, with his arm, the, the attacker. And so, I mean, I yeah. think that like, yeah, maybe he shouldn't have gotten the space, but at the same time, like that whole, I don't know. Like I, 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 I that's a little more excusable to me than especially that first, then the goal. first one. Yeah. The first one's just a mistake. Yeah, and I think ultimately it just it just felt like they Orlando or Minnesota had very few chances. And I feel like those were like yeah. the two big chances they had prior to the Gregus Gregus um <laughs> Grey Goose. It does it, uh, the way they said it on TV it did sound Grey like Grey Goose. Yeah, like a shot that, that yeah. um oh, but prior to that, yeah, <laughs> dang. I will I will say <laughs> that but, escaped. But, <laughs> yeah. but like prior to that there were like only two real chances I felt like and those were the ones they capitalized I would on. say that does feel different than the previous losses and in the Fucking comparison Chicago, like oh my yeah, god. Yeah, in the comparison to um you know the one and six start from 2016 that we we're making last week. I feel like the, this this feels more like that mm-hmm. now, where it's just kind of like yeah, we conceded on two chances. Now the the second question, the inverse is one goal. Uh, are we are we aggrieved by this scoreline? Should it have been more? Is that is that justified by what we created? No, uh, we no. I, I think we we, we could have gotten a few like more three goals. Um, I think the one the one big change is that Jorgensen comes off. Uh, we put on uh, Marcus Epps and Derek and Etienne. Derek Etienne. Uh, we we shift into a three three man back line. Marcus Mar- Epps wing back. Mario Mar- comes out, um, and then Jorgensen comes out as well. And so then we switch to three in the back with uh, Lawrence uh, uh, Long and Parker, and then we have Epps and Etienne as wing backs essentially, huh. uh, with Davis as like the deep lying midfielder. And then we've got I mean, what's the next row? Is it really just like? Just everyone. Yeah, at that point. <laughs> just kind of everyone. I, yeah, at I mean, that, at that I, point, by that point in like, the game, it was just like booting the ball up, going wide to see if someone out wide, either Epps or Etienne, could bring it forward and put a cross in. Yeah, and I think like the long balls are particularly frustrating because there were just so many defenders that Minnesota had back at that time. And no midfielders for and us. And we had, yeah, so it felt eerily similar in my mind to that Montreal away game from last year. Um, where we just kind of threw a bunch of long balls up to a very well, you know, defended, you know, Minnesota, you know, box. And so, mm-hmm. so I feel like it was kind of all for nothing, uh, which is super, super frustrating. I will say I didn't hate the Etienne and Epps with. That, that's what I'm that, out that's is what I want. weird, though. I, honestly, I don't even care about that that much. I, I think like um, what, what I was a really a, a big fan, though, how we got out wide and we actually started putting in good mm-hmm. delivery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like as soon as they came on, there were a couple of really really, really good chances that uh, uh, were just really great crosses into the box for Brad, uh, who just kind of barely misses a couple of times. Um, and it leads to more corners, more opportunities, and then it ultimately leads to our first goal. Now, our only goal, here's so. my thing about what happened when we switched to three in the back. What's your thing? Is that it was the perfect time to start playing some possession soccer. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just played some lock balls over the top and tried to boot it in. But whenever we held possession, though, yeah, it was nice. Like, we looked, it, no, no, we looked all right. It's it's all right because we had um, someone on on the width as an outlet all the time. I felt yeah. like on either side. Heretics, uh, heretics. No, I agree with you. Yeah, I'm saying we should Wait, never play like what? this. <laughs> I'm saying, well, uh, well, like now that we finally have like a formation and players that can kind of play this thing well, um, I hated it. <laughs> mm. But it worked. Okay, it worked, but I hated it. So how how is it on the uh, the body language front, which was arguably my most sensitive issue last week? How how's the how does the body language and the coaching, the leadership feel? On Brad this one? looks so mad all the time. Mm. It, it doesn't look great, but it doesn't like look as bad as the last few games. Like was, I had I had much bigger concerns when mm-hmm. you know when everyone was shoving around Duncan and and uh, it's just like a lot more animosity. Oh yeah, there wasn't like the it, team didn't want to kill each other. I, I think everybody kind of and it's just like you know I know everyone kind of like all the players are like supposed to say this and the coaches are supposed to say this, but yeah. I think everybody kind of does buy into this idea that like things are almost there and like they're pretty comfortable and confident that like mm-hmm. the results will start coming in um it, the, i didn't get that sense you didn't get that I sense? Didn't get that sense i mean if you get that like if you listen to any of the like any of the interviews they all say that oh oh for the interviews oh i, I just meant like 
Their body language did not tell that story. Yeah, I mean, if you look at players like mm-hmm. who I don't think were impressive, like Royer and Brad and, and Kaku, I feel like they didn't look particularly energized or dynamic on the field or even very emotional at all. It kind of looked like just monotonous. To me, the body language was still kind of like, all right, so before everyone was in a fight, now we're kind of in the, we're still not talking to each other, but we don't hate each mm-hmm. other as much anymore. Did you see Twelman's comments or speculation? No, what did he say? He's saying that he he picked up on there might be be a rift in the locker room, although rift might make it seem too uh, where, where Where? Did he say where? No, I, I think maybe he just meant more locker room uh, discomfort rather than being like there being like two sides. But uh, he singled out um, the Atlanta series as well. And this is all him speculating, and he says as much. But he says that after a series like that, that's kind of series where, or a loss where uh, some doubt begins to creep in uh, along the squad and that guys start questioning decisions that are made. He said that specifically, yeah. which I find interesting. I mean, that doesn't sound that surprising. That's, that's yeah. a thing that players do. Kind of aligns with what we're saying. It kind of aligns with what we're seeing out of Kaku a little bit. Mm as well um but uh yeah i mean it's it's interesting i mean i do think this feels a little bit more like one in six than total disaster uh compared to last now, week but i guess my yeah, summary question maybe i don't is, know yeah where where are we now on the the kind of question of like does armis know and practice eds i've yet to see full buy-in Okay. I don't I, mean, I don't think he's practicing it. I think he's like and like it's this whole idea that like he thinks the league's figured us out and he's just I think right. he wait, did double down on that. Yeah, he did. He did again in the interview from today. Um and it's just this whole and like because people are questioning him on it. Cuz like I don't think that's the case. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. And I and I think we're all in agreement there that like the league has not figured us out. No. Like we can still impose yeah. our will on games. Um and we did last year. Like people knew to bunker down and we still got past them yeah. i don't know it's just not also we did create opportunities off of a very aggressive press yeah and i think like the whole idea is that like we want to have more meaningful possession and i feel mm-hmm. like if you compare that to any of the analysis from anybody from red bull in in leipzig like the, their interpretations of of the style of play that should be done like you know are very very different like yeah like i feel like holding the ball and well, like for one jesse marsh is one of them yeah right <laughs> so, like, yeah but like i just i don't know it's just like the way he talks about it i just feel like he's not doing it yeah. um and, and and on the one hand like if you want to impose a new style and you get results, that's one thing. But like, I think Robles even said it. It's like these like formation changes and like different styles are like nice and it's good to explore, but it'd be, he's like, he's something along the lines of like, man, it'd be so much nicer to do this when we have a lead. Right. Like, you know, we want to be making tactical adjustments more up to nothing, not down to nothing. Right. And like what's stopping us from doing that. I feel like if you want to explore alternatives to the press so that we can find, you know, ways to not, recreate the mistakes we've made in playoffs and high stakes games, then you can do that in the last 15 we, minutes in, of a game, not, yeah. not for 90 minutes and exposing in ourselves the past, to losses. We had seen our, our, the guys even alternate in a game with like, you would still see yeah. the full press for 30 minutes and then they, they would lay off for 10 or 15 yep. and then they would go back at it. But it felt so much more controlled. Yeah. The issue now is that we haven't seen, we haven't seen a coherent, version of either a press or a non-press plan yet it's been one continuous muddled thing where and to to armis's point of uh you know the league figuring us out i don't know if that's possible because we haven't figured ourselves (laughs) out so i don't know how that works but um skipped gotis and modus again because i don't know Except for Casseris, yeah. All right. What is it? Is Tim Parker, I guess. Kaku. All right. I don't know. I think it's a good place to stop for this game. Uh, And after the break, we're looking towards SKC away. A tough one. Run, run, rabbit, run. Oh, my, any kind of cost. Confidence, a Red rum for the things you lost. I sleep, walk this stone. You know that it's all I want. All these things I wrote. Ask me if I'm hungry, done. Excuse me to the bone. The better song. The only thing I know. I write my wrongs. They say I must. 
Segment two of you from 202. This weekend, we are playing Sporting Kansas City, the cop team, the, the other <laughs> cop team, the Western cop team. The and, Western cop team. Yeah. Um, away. We're playing them in Kansas City, if that is a real place. Um, Kansas City uh, were kind of one of the stories so far this early MLS, but on the table, they got rocked. On the table, they're actually not—they're <laughs> not obviously like knocking out of the park here. They're seventh in the West with eight points from five games. They're two, two and one. They most re- recently drew FC Cincinnati, who are frustratingly not as pants as we all thought they might be. That was in Cincinnati, to be fair. They uh, dropped seven goals. On the Montreal Impact, though. But Montreal scored one. So don't worry. Uh, 7-0. Record still yeah. intact. Yeah. Or not not superseded. Um, they did, however, in between those two games, lose 5-0 to Monterey, uh, which uh, your faves would never lose 5-0 to a Mexican team. They would get knocked out before they had an opportunity to lose 5-0 <laughs> to a Mexican team. Speaking of which... Uh, Santos did get rocked by Tigres. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is an SKC squad that's been uh, garnering some muted praise, I think, uh, as potential competitors for both Shield and Cups. Peter Vermees doing his normal thing. Uh, Gideon Zalalem. Is it Zalalem or Zalalem? I feel like I've gone back and forth like I'm four sure times. we'll find out soon enough. No one even listens to this to like correct us on things, though. So. Oh no, I meant like on the TV broadcast. Oh sure, that's right. Cause we're not gonna be there. Uh, he started in his first game for SKC. Oh, he's already played. In MLS. Yeah, they played him immediately. That's like yeah. strangely not as newsworthy as I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, man. Um, but you know they've got all the other, all your other, you know, off-duty cops such as uh, Graham Zuzi and uh, what's Johnny Russell. Well, yeah, but he's oh, Scottish, so it's um, less bad. Beasler, Beasler, um, Beasler. Yes, thank you. Um, you knew what uh, I meant. Tim Melia. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Melia specifically talk like yeah. yeah, yeah. Melia um, and Laura were in the same the academy chief, class. <laughs> the chief himself. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know. Thankfully, Vermees finally got out of his his gym coach assignment at Twenty One Jump Street. To, you know. <laughs> Do you think he determines determined whether or not Dom Dwyer was a loose cannon or um Yeah, well here's the problem. Uh Dom Dwyer does actually suck, so <laughs> it's not just <laughs> Vermees' fault, is it? Yeah. Um, I don't know. What are your what are your what are your uh what are your feelings uh, on us going to uh Kansas City? I don't know. I've anymore. got a, I've got a few thoughts. All right. Uh, well, there's like the obvious things like SKC are fantastic at home. And so we mm-hmm. all, any, all the results that where they've gotten clobbered, you know, either five, nothing, or even, you know, a sad little draw in fucking Colorado. Like those were all on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're lost to LAFC. Who's arguably the best team in the league right now. Yep. Um, is, is a pretty reason- that is their one loss. Yeah. Reasonable, very, very reasonable, uh, like result there. And then they draw one, one, uh, you know, in Cincinnati, um, uh, I don't know. At home, they're really good. Um, and they've got a really good attacking team. They just absolutely destroyed Montreal, uh, who otherwise had looked actually pretty good this season. Um, mm-hmm. That's so, true. So I, I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to you know. I don't know what to make of it. Like in the same way that like Minnesota was supposed to be pretty good, but they also like lost to New England, um, and New England is like arguably the worst team in the league right now yeah uh, so it doesn't really doesn't really make any sense um but the one thing that we do have going for ourselves i guess it's a couple one is that the second leg of, of champions league is on thursday and our games on sunday um so they're gonna you know presumably go all out 
even if they're down five nothing. Um, Will they? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're down five nothing, I think so because I think they'll look at us and they'll be like, you know, whatever. What do we? What do we? I mean, I think they're the type of team, and Vermees is the type of coach that yeah, he would maybe. He definitely would not like go into this and just half ass. Losing it. to us at home isn't the worst thing on paper, is it? No. It's mean. not. I mean, like they're looking at themselves. They're pretty comfortable and confident. And ultimately, like I think they're like they. I I don't know. I just feel like that they're the, the type of club that they are. Like they have that reputation where I feel like they would, at, on the home leg. Yeah. Like they would just be like, oh, some magic could happen in the cauldron tonight. Right. And, like they'll just be like, let's go all out and try to win six. Or at least or like Ramiz does seem like the kind of guy who would be like, let's go out with pride. Yeah. Which is a no- novel concept. In a coach, <laughs> but um, just just laughing my way so I don't cry. But um, the uh, but, I do oh, think I'm that so, uh, so sad. point granted that if you're gonna if you're gonna lose to a team at home, we you know in usual circumstances would not be the worst one. However, I do think SKC are in that kind of tier along with us usually where like losing at home is seen pretty also, much as unacceptable every week no matter what. They have pretty good fitness. They've always had good fitness. Yeah. Sporting like they'll, fit. They'll be they'll be good they'll be all right in three days. I don't know. That that's my, my opinion. But the one thing that I think like I think that's 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 good that we'd have going for us. And the other thing is that um, I'm I'm kind of hopeful that this is an opportunity uh, to play a team who will actually not all really fundamentally adjust their style when mm-hmm. playing us. They're going to impose their style into the game, and we're going to have to combat that. And I feel like we're going to be forced into having to actually play energy drink soccer because there isn't any some sort of like alternative th- fucking bizarro like overthinking to this. It's simple. It's that SKC is a really good team. They're at home. They're going to play the way they play. And the only way we can get a result is if we go in and we play to our strengths. We try to dispossess, create chaos, and then uh, against the run of play or just in through a really great counterattack, get a couple of goals. Yeah, I mean... I think you you do you do say something that SKC won't give us time to make decisions, so maybe we just revert back to the default in a way, you know? Yeah. Um, and also, yeah, I mean, like, you know, Chris Armas has said if teams are adjusting to us, the way they're adjusting to us is to to give us the ball and to absorb pressure. But if they're going to play us and SKC are a team that like to play, then Chris, I want you to show us like what you're talking about now. You know? Yeah. I think there is some pressure now to. Say, hey, this is a team that plays, and if if you say teams aren't playing against us, if a team plays against us, we better play back. Yeah, I do think it's weird that this week uh, it feels much less high press. Like we we are very realistically looking at four losses in a row, and yet it kind of feels less high pressure than last week's episode did <laughs> i don't know what to make of that exactly well i think this is whole expectation that we're supposed to win um <clears throat> the last few games and they're yeah. against garbage teams and that like it's hard to fathom us not getting results but, but this is also four the, in a row though yeah i know i know i know but at this point like i think that we're gonna really kind of see Chris's true ambitions and motives and expectations for the season. And then also, you know, there, it might give us an opportunity to really poke more holes into like, you know, CJ Brown as a defensive coach. Yeah. Uh, and this is something Britt that you'd been kind of talking about a good bit, but yeah. you know, I think, I don't, you know, the Minnesota game, they capitalized on a couple of really good opportunities, but um, if we go out and play like we did against Chicago, uh, we're going to, lose you know seven to one it's gonna be ugly yeah so so ugly so so i mean i don't know yeah if if we do lose in an ugly manner is that the hot seat i don't know i mean uh, no no not yet i don't know is that the hot seat though i don't know i mean like it kind of I think Cork probably said this at one point or joked about Armis being our Moyes, but it kind of does remind me of Moyes a little bit where like he was, you, everyone knew he was doomed for like what felt like three months, but like you kind of had to see it out a little bit more. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying we're there yet necessarily, but if we lose this week again and it 
you know, that kind of thing were to continue, mm-hmm. I think it would be a similar kind of situation where it's like you wouldn't really expect a firing to be imminent, but like the writing is on the wall for a weirdly long amount of time that you need to figure something else out. Mm. Interestingly, I agree with you, um, but I think people might be quick to point out that at this point, Chris Armis has served nearly a season in, in charge. That's true. That's true. Well, Although I do. When, when did he take over? In terms of total games, I mean, like he's been charged for like thirty-two games. Yeah, but I think that like amount of time practicing and on like in the training, like on the training ground, I feel like there's like a, a good argument there around like you need more time. We like, spoke, even if there are like a lot of other secondary games. Yeah. Well, and we we also spoke to this last week about this really feeling like his team and his project. Now it is this yeah. year yeah. in a way that it wasn't last year. I agree. So we give him one more transfer window. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess I, I think the players, I think we have a lot of talent. I, yeah. And especially with Kostros looking good last week, I think we have a lot of talent. I think that's, that's the main question. I think you're right about this point you raised about us needing to assert our, our way of playing this weekend there's no reason there's no benefit to try to do something safe or some sort of half measure that's hedging against against a bunch of things because we haven't been able to do that at all in any of these weeks uh there's no reason or the benefit to doing that seems nil and you might as well try to achieve this or reachieve this proof of concept of eds and try to find that form again and i guess to me that is the question from here on out is you know that is is Armis doing EDS? Is he practicing EDS, or is there some sort of other coherent plan? Because um, that that is my criteria, I think, for whether or not he's on the hot seat. I don't know. I don't think he gets on the hot seat this unless we are in at the halfway point. If we're not uh, in seventh place, I feel like that's really it's going to be a really like kind of low bar. Yeah, to like to like keep himself in 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 his job. I think in reality that's true. That's yeah. what's gonna happen. I think there's gonna be a lot of like hostility and anger and expectations from fans. But but I, I think thought, that, yeah, like, I meant my own personal hot. Yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah. I mean for me it's like I look at it. Yeah, as I guess the halfway mark is really, you know, where are we? Um, and and what direction are we heading in? Um, I would you know I'm not gonna put him in the hot seat until it's been enough games to really figure out like, okay, were these first four games a fluke or is this actually yeah. what we're trying to uh, do? Like, is this, is this really our strategy? Cause if that's the case, I'm like, yeah, this is a mistake. Yeah. And I think maybe, maybe part of the reason we're, you know, a little bit more chill this week is, uh, well, one, no, kinda, no, the game, well, yeah, we kind of <laughs> have no choice, but, uh, two also it's like, okay, with this amount of losses, it's like, yeah, we're not setting the points record this year. That's kind of already out the window. We could just win all of them from this point on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, realistically, it's like, okay, that we're not going to have last year. Now it's just kind of like, you know, can we salvage something? And I think that moves the goalpost a, a non-insignificant amount. But I don't know. So what are you What are you expecting out of this? Are you expecting... Success? Are you, expect, what are, you, are you expecting Christian Casares to play again? Are you expecting uh, Matthias Jorgensen to play if again? If Christian Casares doesn't start every game until it's proven that he's not good enough otherwise, yeah, I'm going to be very exactly. angry. Um, Jorgensen, I mean, I might want to see him as a lone starter instead of with Brad. Yeah. Um, I think maybe he got kind of an unfair shot. I mean, it's kind of hard. Like, Are we really running into this? And I think some people have been in, like, talking about the... Like, <laughs> um, the the Freddie Gilbranson issue again. Like, are we doing yeah. this with Matias? I don't think so. Cause he's 18. Yeah. Um, obviously right. like we don't have to try to like fit him in, in one season, but you know, like I don't, I don't really know if we're giving him fair shots. Um, it's like, it's partially that like you bring up a good point, but, but like we can give him fair shots in the second team. Like the dude just isn't getting any minutes right, right now. Yeah. And I feel like that's a huge issue. Like if the, I don't know. Well, what, what, or he's getting d- minutes in, wrong scenario like right. why, like why you should getting, have starting getting... minutes for rb2 rather than coming on to the 60th minute right i mean who, like you know if you get five you get five minutes of a junk game in san jose like you know what good is that are or you like, really getting up to mls speed by doing that? yeah right and, and arguably i would rather him be at the twos because i feel like they're actually 
playing a more cohesive, uh, successful style right now. Yeah. Because they're actually looking really good. Um, and and, and if, I, if anything, I feel like that's a really good way, you know, to get good exposure on, you know, understanding what the system is. Yeah, get Ben uh, Mine some more minutes on the first team. I wouldn't mind that. For this week, I would... <laughs> <laughs> the natural switch. Yeah. yeah for this uh, week, I would rather also, you know, maybe see Brad for 60 and him for 30. Yeah. You know? They're as you guys are saying, how, they're running yeah. on top of each other, and and what I saw. I mean, I, I agree. I feel like I've I've been saying for a while that there it, it should be a, a like for like swap. Like if 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 mm-hmm. if we're gonna put Jorgensen on, we're gonna take Brad off. That makes more sense yeah. to me. Um, but I mean, I guess there's a couple of things I'm thinking here. Like if we actually do go back to what what made us successful last year um, in terms of our style of play, then I think we'll have more opportunities for Brad, um, and hopefully we'll see him get some good looks like we did at the end of the game mm-hmm. uh, this weekend. And so um, this past weekend. So so I feel like that actually could really work to his favor. Um, so I think that that's fair. I think my issue though is like. You know, I don't understand why we didn't give Jorgensen minutes on the second team already. And then, at, like, along those same lines, I don't know why Caceres has been spending almost so much time on the second team and not getting minutes on the first team. Uh-huh. And I, I just, I'm very kind of confused. Um, with those two instances in particular, I'm sure we can name a few more. Uh, but I, overall, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah. So with the, the latest on Muil, on his injuries, that it's a rolled, an- rolled ankle and not as bad as they feared... But possible that he just still doesn't play this weekend. If he doesn't play, who would you like to see? Hmm. Omir? Yeah, I mean, if Omir's... I mean, I guess he was just held out for concussion protocol, I'm guessing. I'm hoping. I would I would love to see him Omir play. Omir or Beza. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I think Beza in that diamond spot might be do, do better. If it's Jurgensen, uh, BWP, and Royer, all three... At, to start the game, boy, I got some questions. Like what? <laughs> some FIFA shit. What, what if we do like a really narrow four three three? I don't know, but I feel like we just go back to what we what we're good at. Mm-hmm. Um, that that makes the most sense to me. But yeah, I mean, Omir would be great um, if he if he's available. Uh, that that'd be awesome. Uh, and then I mean, I know that Royer is going to start, and I'm not going to be be particularly happy about it because I thought he did not look very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I'm, I've been big on Ivan. Um, I feel like oh I forgot about Andy. He's with the twos. Yeah, he had an assist before the game got postponed with for um, Barlow, right? Yeah, to Barlow. Uh, he's just he's just a good winger. I feel like he needs. We paid a go. We paid, we paid a lot of money for the guy. Like yeah. not a lot, but we didn't pay nothing. And like like I feel like there's an opportunity for him to get some good minutes here. Um, it's kind of frustrating that he's not. Mm. I do like I do like Ivan. I like the way he plays. Well, not I don't. Well, I I like that he's gotten faster in the off season, but I don't necessarily like how wide he plays. But I do understand that's something that's different and we might need, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like that that's pretty good. Anything I've forgotten? Um, uh, Shikovsky was left out of the lineup from a coach's decision um, last week. Do we think he makes the uh, 18 this week? Yeah, I think they said that it was because they wanted to rest him. So. Okay. Yeah, I don't see any reason why to not have him the 18 this week. So who's on the... Like, Do you want to try Caceres... Rizza, is that what you're saying? No, I know no, I don't. I think he should be on the bench. I mean, honestly, I feel like Rizza should always be in the 18 because I feel like he's yeah. a pretty good Swiss Army knife. Yep, for you can put in, come in almost anywhere. You can put yeah. that guy anywhere in a diamond, like the all either any four of those points of the diamond. He's he, maybe not a good to start, player. but eventually at some point, As yeah, a sub, sure. But I, I he guess even played the Alex Wheel position at some points last year. He's so. very good at it. Though. Well, I know, but you can yeah. put him there if you need to. Yeah, we've we've looked at a, a, like a, so many different 18s um, so far. Uh, and as a wide variety of players playing at the twos, players being you know, taken out, play all you know, of course, players being injured. But do we think that like this huge rotation that we're going through right now is a, a good thing, a bad thing? Uh, do we think that we need to like solidify an eighteen moving forward? Is that a concern? Have Better you guys we thought go about through this? more of the roster now than later. I yeah, guess. I'm less pressed about getting a precise eighteen down because I think we can we can develop our style of play and our system while keeping a flexible 18, in also, my opinion. now that we haven't started quite as hot, we, you know, not not to say that this should be a transitional be year, but 
we kind of have bought ourselves a little bit of breathing room. Oh, I mean, this is also aided by the fact that the rest of the East looks like garbage right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I DC, think... who had been kind of the last man standing for a little bit, just got slapped around at home by LAFC. So, oh, dude, they're good. They're LAFC really good. are good, but um, uh, the one I guess like thing that I want to keep in the back of my mind as the season keeps moving forward is just that like uh, Armis has said that players have very distinct roles um, uh, that you know if you want to play a certain way um, you know there's two or three players that can get that job done and that I think that will you know keep the 18 from uh, it'll prevent it from being something really static Mm -hmm. Uh, we're always going to see a bunch of different switches Um, but I worry that when we talk about like playing to the system it's that when there's so many like huge tactical adjustments that could happen at any given moment i feel like that's kind of a hindrance to like learning the system uh, or like having this kind of fluid dynamic uh players that you can swap in and out of positions when the positions are changing so constantly well it you can do it when it's back to what we had last year where everyone had a simple role but assume it it's sell. not yeah it, it, that's yeah. that's the problem right yeah. it's like how there's not really a fluid replacement of players. It's more that players are going to have multiple roles and that they're going to be asked to change those at really any given moment. Yeah. And like, is that too complicated? Is that a problem? Or just un- not, not clear enough really. Cause I, I hesitate to call it anything like too complicated. I think it's more just un- unclear might be my worry. Mm. See, I mean, I, th- I think I said this before, but I, th- it kind of feels like players have more choices in terms of what they can do. But unspecified. Or like, yeah, I mean, we were talking about this last week, I think. Well, I mean, I think in terms of tactical um, tactical instruction, that's less. They're just like spread out across the field. Being less that clear. they can take more touches if they want. Yeah. But, but to I do th- what? I don't know. I think, yeah, I think the tactical instructions are less clear and that they're less specific. And, and I the, think, yeah. Yeah. And the off-ball movement is also less there are less patterns to key in. So guys are defaulting to more just like standard triangles and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Well, do we have a prediction? Uh, two, two, two draw, uh, three, one loss, man. That sucks. I, when's the last time I predicted a loss? I don't know. I'm going to go two no loss, but you know, we're, we're less depressed this week. I think. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. And we get to play Cincinnati the week after. Yeah, eat your heart up, Ben Weinstein. <laughs> was he was he was he talking mess about us? He's, well, apparently he had someone on his show to talk about how depressed we were. What show? The Energy Drink Soccer Show. Is that real? Yeah. I don't know. It's like <laughs> Okay, I, I will say credit to, to Ephraim. Like that show's pretty funny. It's it's kinda like the Eric Andre show of the Red Bulls wow. <laughs> podcasters. I've just kind of made it a a, a bit my devoted bit to just keep telling him I'm going to listen to it. And you never will. Yeah. Maybe I will now, though. Mm. Shout shout out Energy Drink Soccer Show. Not from Brit, from me. I'll check it out. Uh, It's specifically... (laughs) 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 I'll leave it there. See you next week. White shirt, now red, my bloody nose sleeping. You're on your tippy toes creeping around like no one knows. Think you're so criminal. On both my knees for you Don't say thank you Oh please I do what I want When I'm wanting to My soul so cynical So you're a tough guy Like you really rough guy Just can't get enough guy Just always so puff guy I'm that bad type Make your mama sad type Make your girlfriend mad type Might seduce your dad type I'm the bad guy Duh. I'm the bad guy. I like it when you take control, even if you know that you don't own me. I'll let you play the role, I'll be your animal. My mom. Likes to sing along with me But she won't sing this song If she reads all the lyrics She'll pity the men I know So you're a tough guy Like you're really rough guy Just can't get enough
I'm wearing your cologne. 